Welcome to TechBytes, your inside look at the ServiceNow platform. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we're going to talk about a learning management system, an LMS, that a ServiceNow team developed on the platform in just one day. We'll be talking with some of the folks who developed it. Curriculum directors Katrina Miller and Lisa Slavin, and application development analyst Tom Conklin. We'll be talking about the LMS itself, the unusual way it was developed, tips for developing your own applications on the platform, and lots more. Stay tuned. Joining us today are Katrina Miller and Lisa Slavin here in San Diego, and all the way from Kentucky, Tom Conklin. Katrina and Lisa are curriculum developers on our training operations team, and Tom is an application developer for our solutions consultants. We're really glad to have you all with us today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Happy to join you. Well, before we get started, I wonder if you could tell our audience a little bit about yourself, um, what you do here at ServiceNow and what you do when you're not at ServiceNow. Katrina? Uh, sure. Um, so I'm a curriculum developer. I do internal technical training for our software engineers. Um, that's what I do at ServiceNow. And at home, I am just mom to two boys, a husband and two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of mom. Oh, yeah. Okay, thanks. Lisa? I've been here for four years at ServiceNow, and I've actually had a variety of different roles. But currently, um, I focus on the LMS governance at ServiceNow, and I work with a variety of stakeholders across our organization to help manage the system that we have um, and to uh, collect requirements and roadmap what it's going to look like for the organization moving forward. When I'm not here at work, similar to Katrina, I'm a mom to a toddler, um, and I love cooking and going to the park. Well, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> How about you, Tom? What do you do here? I am an application developer for the Solution Consulting Enablement Team. Um, I've been with ServiceNow for about five years, and with my duties, I am uh, helping the, provide the tools to our ServiceNow uh, solution consultants in the field to keep them up to date on what's going on in ServiceNow and keep them um, moving forward with their jobs in the field. Okay. And how about when you're not at work? What do you do? So uh, I am a father of, I uh, got an 18-year-old. She's starting college this fall. Yeah, believe it or not. Um, and I am uh, part-time, I guess I'm going to be a part-time rancher, um, as, as well as I like doing outdoor stuff. Um, I'm a big Cubs fan as well. Okay, well, let's talk about the LMS a little bit. Before we talk about the LMS itself, one of the things we wanted to cover is the unusual way that the thing was developed. We developed it as part of this thing called the Hackathon. Could you guys tell us what the Hackathon is, why we did it? Sure, so the ServiceNow Hackathon was a one-day event eight hours to be exact, where ServiceNow employees from across the globe competed in developing a new product on our platform. Um, and solutions needed to fulfill one of three categories that uh, were provided to us. So the first one was innovation, which was to build something that changed the way ServiceNow does business. The second was consolidation, which is basically producing something that replaces an existing third-party technology um, we utilize here at ServiceNow. That's what we ended up doing, was creating something that replaces the LMS that we use. 
And then the last one was renovation, building something that improved an existing application or process we already use on our internal ServiceNow systems. And then at the end of those eight hours, each team presented their proof of concept and the judges decided a regional winner. Okay. Could you uh, give me some idea of the kind of apps that were developed for the hackathon? Yeah. um, Some of them were really, really interesting. We saw one that used... uh, I believe it was some machine learning to analyze incidents to route them to available TSEs. Um, There was an emergency response app to send notifications through the platform in the event of, uh, you know, some type of emergency in other countries. Um, People did all kinds of fascinating things at the hackathon. So you could do almost anything with our platform, I always say. Okay, so it really showed quite the yeah the variety sure. that you accomplished, and it sounds like since it was only eight hours, and you guys developed you and everybody else developed a full on proof of concept. That kind of shows how easy it is. Yeah, we we were notified about two weeks before this event took place. So any preparation that you wanted to do, you had that time. But really, you all got in a big room together and you just hacked away at our code. Okay, so Tom, uh, any comments on the hackathon from the application developer's point of view? Well, getting the opportunity to work with the operations team or any team within ServiceNow um, and to be able to build out an application that we have direction on in a short amount of time, just to show how uh, quickly we can bring an application from idea to uh, a screen near you, um, it's just fun to do and it's great camaraderie. Thank you all for your comments. It sounds like the hackathon has a number of advantages from application development standpoint and uh, creativity within the company, all kinds of stuff. Okay, well, let's talk about the LMS that you guys developed. First of all, what is an LMS? Great question, Steve. So an LMS, or Learning Management System, is a software application for administrating, tracking, reporting, and delivering educational courses or training programs. LMSs support a range of uses, from supporting classes that meet in physical locations, such as instructor-led classes, to acting as a platform for fully online courses. Sometimes you hear them as web-based trainings or e-learnings. There are so many LMS platforms available to purchase, um, and I have yet to hear of a large corporation or company that has not invested in one. Okay. Well, and then then let me ask, why did you guys choose to develop an LMS for the hackathon? It's uh, it's interesting you ask us that because really we, Lisa and I and uh, Heather Appel, our director as well, saw this as an opportunity to build our dream LMS if there is such a thing, right? Um, because we all work with them a lot. So we know like a lot of the uh, improvements that we thought we could make to it or what we would like to see be better. And uh, that's one of the biggest reasons why. And also we thought if... Uh, we had an opportunity to build something that would help make our job better, <laughs> mm-hmm. then we had to go for it. Okay. And how about you, Tom? How did you get hooked into this particular project? We begged. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I got an email from uh, my management and and that was Lisa reaching out, looking for uh, developers to help them out. And so as soon as I saw that, I, I immediately wanted to jump on board and help because my my team is all about enabling our solutions consultants, as I said before. So this is something we want to do, too. So we're teams helping teams. Now, is an LMS in particular, had you 
you had any experience in that before or was that new to you? No, the LMS is new to me. Uh, about as close as I got to it is looking up SCORM and what that means and discovering how much I don't know about an LMS. Okay, so this was a real test of the ease of developing an application from dead scratch on the platform. Correct. Yeah, it's it was we we started out with their idea and translated it into the, what we can do on the platform. Okay, well, now that we know what an LMS is and why you chose it, can you guys tell us a little bit about the application development process? How did you do it? Um, Lisa actually brought us together. She played the role of really our product owner or an, and our project manager. She brought together the team to uh, get us in design sessions to figure out how we want to build this beast out. And um, when she did that, she gave us uh, information on how they look at an LMS, what they needed from that LMS, and gave us examples of, of say, uh, what it would look like uh, for them. In, and, and it, we started out with Excel spreadsheets. Um, and we took those Excel spreadsheets um, based on their wants and needs and, dis and interpreted them and got them built out in the tables in the system. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to find the parallels between this process and the process that our customers would go through. So initially, it sounds like there was a, a stage of coming up with requirements and design characteristics. Now, that took place before the hackathon began, right? That's what you guys did during the two weeks? Yeah. Essentially, Lisa and I got together in a room and had a list of requirements, and then we mapped out what it would look like to turn that into a ServiceNow app. Um, what were the tables that we thought we might need? What would be the fields that we thought we might need? Um, what type of roles, you know, would we be serving? Um, we planned everything out um, to the best of our ability before the hackathon so that then we could give like a, a good roadmap to Tom and Josh to actually be able to, to develop the app on the day of. Okay, so when the stopwatch started at the beginning of the hackathon, you guys presented all this to Tom and then you were off and running. Tell me about that. I think you got it beforehand, though, right? Like our plan. Yeah, we so we yeah. story yeah. like just to tag yeah, on, we, we did storyboard. some storyboarding out as well. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as Tom said, this was an amazing collaboration of teamwork mm -hmm. and knowing everyone's strengths. So as Katrina mentioned, we have a lot of familiar familiarity with what an LMS can do and the core uh, functionality of one. And then we presented that and then uh, led it up to Tom and Josh, who was also on our team, to help make our vision a reality. And Katrina, of course, also contributed to that and saying, this is what we hope it can do. How can we make it happen? Okay. Well, then, Tom, from your perspective, once you had the, the, their requirements, their vision in your hand, what did you do? So the first thing we want to do when we build out a custom application is we want to build out our table structure and, and being able to work with them closely uh, to get feedback in an agile fashion, something uh, qu quick feedback. So if we have a problem, we fail fast. We get rid of that idea and we move on. So uh, being able to build out that table structure uh, was key to begin with. From there, we could go ahead and build out these roles that um, are accessing these uh, tables. And you won't see that 
that in the in the nice front end, but in the back end, it's doing all the work to go. Uh, this is a student; they only get to see their transcripts. This is a manager; they get to see their team's transcripts. Or this is an admin; they get to see their team, the team. They get to see the students. They get to build out the courses. They get a a lot more control in the system. So we start out with that table structure. We go in and and put the roles, and then after that, we can start doing the automations. Okay. Well, now you guys only had eight hours to do this. What were you able, what was the final result, the final product, the proof of concept that you emerged with at the end of that eight hours? So on our end, we were able to build out that table structure. We were able to get a student role, a manager role, an administrator role, and cover all of those, as well as building out a badging system. We were able to build out um, courses, course tracks, we were able to build a, a nice front end. We had one developer that he took care of the front end and that's what he did for eight hours. And that's all he did. So we were able to ta tackle it from both the front end and the back end. We also um, had, a, don't forget our course catalog that we were able to get in there. And you were also to automate um, when you had a new hire come in, if their start date was X, they were automatically assigned a certain training. Yes. Yeah. We were able to build in some uh, rules that says uh, that would actually look at other tables and go, if this condition was met, let's go ahead and assign them certain courses. Okay. Well, good. So between all your various efforts, the guy working on the front end for on-screen stuff and the tables, rules, and so on on the back end, what you ended up coming up with, is that something that you could take to someone and say, look, this is what we have in mind. Should we move forward with this? And just looking at, at other application development processes. I would say to that, yes, um, because that gives you the base foundation, the structure, the framework around what the LMS vision was. So uh, I would say Lisa being our product owner, I would be happy to take it to her and she would be able to give us feedback on what direction to take next. And along those lines, the judges who were judging all the entries were very impressed with what we were able to do. And they saw it as an untapped um, market, an untapped product that we don't currently offer in our system. And along with that, they saw that the solution could fit in really seamlessly with the HR service management product that we sell. And it just could also connect with a whole bunch of other applications that we offer. So they were really impressed with what we were able to create in this short amount of time. And that's what won you the award in, in your particular category? That's what I won think so. the award. Yeah. Okay. That and a really, really awesome UI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a great job it was on the fantastic. UI. Yeah, it looked great. Okay. So you guys have, have uh, mentioned various members on this team. Who exactly was on the team? So from a development perspective, um, myself, Tom Conklin, and Josh Kovitz from the ServiceNow Solution Consulting Enablement team. And then, of course, myself, and then Katrina Miller. And then also we had Heather Appel, who's a director of training operations. Heather actually gave the presentation that helped us win. Okay. So from that small team in that very short amount of time, you came up with basically the, the basis for a new product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. No yeah, wonder you won. No wonder you won. Great teamwork. Another cool thing is that this team, the people that uh, worked on this project together, at least from my side and Lisa's, between SC and training operations, we didn't, we never met each other. Mm -hmm. oh, we yeah. talked to each other on the phone and on email. That's it. That's mm -hmm. true. And that day is when we met each other. And not only that day, you know, just showing the um, amount that our company invested 
in this event. I mean, for one day event, you flew in from Kentucky. Josh drove in from Las Vegas. Heather flew in from Seattle. And we all met in person for the first time that morning. Mm -hmm. And you, your flight was late, Tom. So you even did some work from the airplane. Mm -hmm. You did. I mean, like, it just, the team spirit of getting this done is actually I truly believe what helped us win the event. Besides having a really awesome idea and really great talent, it was the team building that made it happen. Okay, well, Tom, let me ask you, what are the advantages of developing this app on the ServiceNow platform? So one of the biggest advantages I see as far as development on ServiceNow is the the turnaround time. We can get this product put together in eight hours by having some collaboration and some good teamwork, and we can come up with a good UI. We can come up with a a good framework for a back end, and we can do it quickly. So that enables us to move forward quickly as a company. What is it about the platform that streamlined all these things? The platform itself makes it, its development is so much uh, easier on the platform, just being able to build a table um, without having to go to a DBA, being able to uh, build out this automation without having to go to a programming, a separate programming team. If you know uh, JavaScript, um, if you know the basics within ServiceNow around how to build a table, around how to make automations happen with scripting, you can do this all quickly. Um, as far as the front end goes, you can uh, build out a front end as Josh, our, our other teammate did. Um, he knows Angular very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing Angular and, and basic knowledge or, and, and his, his state is he's advanced within um, a CSS and, and web development. So as somebody as such as Josh, you can bring the UI skills to the table, collaborating together with uh, back and front end, you can bring stuff to uh, light very quickly. So it sounds like uh, the teamwork that Lisa was just talking about, the platform really facilitated that by combining the things like Angular and Java and the, the other capabilities that exist within the platform. Oh yes, most definitely. So I don't know if you want to mention anything about like the we used we access some of the base system data like the user profile data to help pull in or oh, anything yeah. does that help? Yeah, because that does spill that speed up because we don't have to build that out ourselves. We already have that given to us. Um, we already have task table given to us that uh, builds out incidents and and all these other tables for us. So yeah, those all help uh, enable us to speed things up in the development process. Um, I wanted to add one advantage that I thought of using ServiceNow platform is that we were all able to kind of work on a different piece, like at the exact same time. And so having me with like basic level scripting, work with Tom, who has advanced level scripting and Josh, who has advanced level scripting, they kind of direct some of the things that I did while they were working on their own pieces. And the platform is easy enough for, you know, anyone to use. Um, that you can really develop some amazing things just in a short amount of time with very limited like knowledge of Java or Angular. Um, so I like that it's flexible that you can do that. Okay, so another way that it promotes uh, teamwork then is by facilitating parallel parallel work. Parallel development. And I learned so much from those two, like literally just sitting in between them for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I 
learned a lot. The, it promoted knowledge transfer between like Karina and I were sitting there and we were talking about the debugging. So while we're doing this, going through the hack hackathon, I'm I'm going back and forth with her and how this is how I debug things and. And then she is showing me pieces within um, ServiceNow Application Studio that I didn't know, like, um, how can we hook up to Git uh, and, and move all of our application files up to Git. Okay. You mentioned uh, troubleshooting and things like that. Um, what sort of trouble, challenges, problems uh, did you encounter over the course of this? You talked about fail fast and move on. What, did, tell us about some of those things. Well, geez, I'm trying to think back. What did we have that was a failure. Um, we did have some script debugging um, that we needed to do. And um, just knowing, having the knowledge and being able to work with Katrina and have extra eyes on, we were able to debug through things and get through it quickly. There was one issue with, um, uh, we had a save button and we could not get that save button to work. And together we even, uh, we pulled, went to another uh, resource within the room and talk to them, and we figured out a way between the three of us to get that save button working. Um, another good one is logistics, because my flight got canceled <laughs> the night before, and sure. I got pushed to the next morning, and I was still able to develop while sitting on the plane, talking over Jabber or, or talking over uh, instant messaging with the team, um, and still are able to move forward, even though I'm sitting on a plane on just the, you know, the Wi-Fi on a plane. <laughs> huh, pretty good. So to kind of uh, tag along to that, kind of the methodology we followed when doing this is we broke the eight hours out in sprints, about one and a half, one and a half to two hour sprints, and we prioritized what we were trying to develop. And so in those sprint periods, you know, we would go down the list and everyone had their own responsibilities, what they were doing, as Katrina said, Everyone was able to work parallel um, on the project. And even myself, I am not a developer by any means. I actually have very little experience whatsoever on the platform, but we created forms. You know, one of the things that we did develop was this course catalog. So once we were able to successfully build the form out to input course or training information, I was then able to go ahead and fill in that data so that it could populate our course catalog. So, I mean, it was easy enough for me as a fulfiller role to start adding all that data into the system and help out um, for the solution. Well, now that you've got this success behind you, would there be any tips that you could share with our audience for developing applications on their own? Tips and tricks. I would say plan. You know, come up with a plan and a mock-up of what you want your end product to be before you ever go in and start building out any of your tables. Well, from what you were just describing, it does sound very well planned and managed and like that was a key element. Oh, yeah. Anything else? I, I, I agree with Katrina that planning up front that we did, we were able to sit down um, and translate uh, what we put into Excel and, and be able to bring that into the platform. Just have that knowledge up front um, of what we want to do, what's our end goal, um, so we get an idea of how to build it out. Um, and then always, always uh, keep communication lines open, being able to either by IM, by phone, by um, sitting next to each other and just uh, keep talking about what what we're doing, what what if there's an issue, how do we get through it? Can you come and help me? Anything like that. 
Okay, planning and communication. How about from the technical standpoint, anything through uh, regarding the use of the platform itself? Uh, uh, helpful tips for the audience. Um, utilize your task table. That, that thing is a great tool that is given to you for free. Um, it is the basis for all of our incident problem management tables and many other tables within the system. Utilize groups, utilize uh, users. Um, always make sure that uh, you control roles through uh, groups. Uh, it's a great way to manage who gets what and who gets to see what. And it's an easy way to manage users. Another thing actually I would like to add on to that is one of the uh tips we learned when Josh was designing the UI is consider all the various modes in which, you know, the user is going to consume it. So originally when we prototyped or storyboarded out our design, we didn't have mobile in mind and we created some words yeah. modal type effects, which basically you click on something and like a light box opens up over it. Um, and Josh quickly said that doesn't really work well on a mobile device. And so he restructured it to make it so it would work well on any device, on any tablet. So that was one of the things we learned is, you know, consider how your users are going to consume what you're creating. And another thing to tag onto that is consider your audience. Who's going to see what? Uh, how do they view that data? Um, like a manager will be able to view their team and what they're doing where a student will be able to view only what they're doing. And then, so those are key things to keep in mind as well. As far as studio goes, um, there are so many different things that you can do with it. Um, and also before you start to write a script, uh, we've probably already built it into the platform for you so that you don't have to do it. So when you're thinking about scripting, always kind of know, is there another option that you can customize or modify as opposed to writing out a brand new script? Well, this sounds like a really good story, both from the standpoint of developing a cool new app on the platform and from the standpoint of developing apps on the platform. Um, Tom, I wonder if you could point our audience toward a few good resources in case they want to learn a little more about this. Yeah, sure thing. Um, you know, as a developer, I, I always use the ServiceNow uh, developer portal. Great uh, way to find out what uh, API calls you can make, um, what you can do. You can set up your own instance there, register and set up for your own instance there. Um, other, other places to go, uh, search your community, reach out to your peers out there. Um, go to the ServiceNow uh, product documentation. Um, I also visit uh, other blogs that other um, people have out there, such as uh, ServiceNow Guru. He has a great uh, blog to help with scripting or just uh, simple workarounds even. Or um, if you're more on the front end in the UI, New Rocket has a, a great uh, blog available to you. Um, other areas that I use and I've used uh, for many years now, uh, now support on YouTube. Um, and then as simple as searching Google, uh, type in ServiceNow space and then whatever you're looking for. Um, all good ways to find out more information. All right. Well, I want to thank you all very much for joining us here. That was uh, really great to, to have your insight on this. Yeah, thank you very much. I've, I really enjoyed my time here. Thank you so much for inviting us. Thanks. It's been great. For more information on application development or any other topic, please take a look at our product documentation, 
knowledge base, or now support YouTube channel. To suggest topics or ask questions about this podcast, check out the ServiceNow community. Thanks for listening.